keep speaking about how exciting tomorrow night at Sandown is going to be. But it'll be a whole lot better if we can back a couple of winners. So we thought we'd bring the experts in on this Friday afternoon. Right. And there's none better than Jason Adams and George Ferruja. Both the boys are on the line. Jace, good, uh, good afternoon to you first. Yeah, good afternoon to you, Matty. And you're not wrong. I mean, it'd be quite easy for us year after year to roll it out, saying it is the the best night of racing because it does have that title being Melbourne Cup heats. But, um, yeah, there's no uh, bulldust surrounding that. It is the best. And the, the field's tomorrow night back it up. Yeah, not easy to find a winner too because there's such quality mm. greyhounds in action. George Ferruja is with us. Uh, g'day, Georgie. Yeah, good afternoon, guys. And, yeah, look, um, hopefully we can get weather like we have today, tomorrow. That'll be outstanding. And I, I've seen it stand down yesterday... There were some greyhounds with some nice ability, running quick time, mm. so pretty scary to think what some of those real guns will do tomorrow. All right, now let's look at the the heats of the Melbourne Cup first of all. Heat number one, this is a very interesting race. French Martini, Zippy Tesla. Um, right, Jace, your thoughts? Yeah, it's a good race, Cosy, to, to kick us off. I, look, he's my favourite dog, and this is a race where there's a, a few chances, and the one I speak of is, is Zippy Tesla. He's got a big tick and then he's got an inside draw. There's pace around him, which is a good thing for him because we know he doesn't have a heap of that. So if he gets a, a cruisy run, hopefully he can flex the muscle late. But uh, we do know he needs a, a spice of luck, but I'm not, he's the one I'll be leaning towards. What about you, George? Yeah, yeah, I, I echo those those sentiments. Um, I thought the Greyhounds drawn one, two and three and four uh, are where we're at here. Um, I'm just not sure about French Martini again with the box draw. Uh, those first two, those splits uh, on both Top Gun Night and at Sandown last week haven't been outstanding. She's got a ground like Idolise who can be one of the best breakers drawn next to her. So I think Zippy Tesla can get to sit on them here um, and be very, very hard to hold out in the first heat. The second heat is uh, race number six on the program. Uh, it doesn't look to be any real standouts on paper here. You've got a lot of consistent greyhounds amplified from box ones. The $3.20 favourite, uh, McInerney for Brennan Purcell from box four is at $4 and Baby JC's at four twenty. George, what are your thoughts on uh, heat two? Well, look, Amplified is a very, very good greyhound from WA, but I'm actually surprised it's favourite here. Um, it's won some nice races um, back in its home state. There's no doubt about it. In quick time, 27-14 at, at Mandurah is, is flying. But this is a really tough race. I went baby JC on top, and I understand people's um, ideology here that McInerney is a greyhound that jumps and wants to use a little bit of the track. But I think baby JC, if she can begin as well as we know she can, will be hard to beat. The X-Factor greyhound for me is Mapunga Mustang because he w- wants to be... Uh, walking around in the lounge room with a pink rug on his back. That's exactly where he wants to draw. He's got a PB of 29.18 from the pink. He's going to have to do everything right, right from out there, but he's the dark horse for me in a terrific race. But baby JC, I think if she can jump, will be hard to beat. Jace, is there any value here in your eyes? Well, seriously, Matty, there's about six winning chances here. It's, it's unreal, but the way that I looked at it is that you've got probably most of those towards the inside have some sort of speed. They don't have five-second flat, 505 um, sectional to the first split like Baby JC does. So I think if you can get away cleanly, she's going to have them covered early. Obviously, there's a couple of beats in here, the likes of McInerney, Amron Dan, Yachi Bale, which are super strong. But, you know, pace gets you a long way in, in good series like this, and I think she'll be able to, to showcase all of that. Right now, the seventh. This looks a bit more open. Kelsey Bale's doing the white. It's three ninety. You get four forty about the blue shipwreck, four sixty the check El Dorado, five dollars the red zipping Maserati, and then six dollars for seven the black photo man. Yeah, well, the market sums up this race. I think because 
in my eyes, this is the, the heat of death. There's, it's stacked, stacked with good dogs. I went with El Dorado because for a long period of time, he's had outside draws, which haven't suited him. If you ask his trainer, Dale Holmes, but he's been able to perform well from them and really become a better race dog because of it. So now he goes back to an inside draw. He's a fast dog. He's had stacks of experience here at the track. So you can make a case for a lot of these. But I think on, on those factors, I went with El Dorado. Georgie? Yeah, yeah I, I agree with Jason in terms of it being a heat of death. I mean, it's, it's one of the hardest ones. There's a couple, actually, tomorrow night, but this is certainly one of them. Look, I was really buoyed by um, Shipwreck's run last start. I mean, he had to get run down by Amron Boy. He ran 29-17 himself. His runs here in Victoria have been good, including a 5.03 split at the Meadows. So I think if he can begin well, um, he'll be hard to beat. But how can you knock Kelsey Bale? Her form's unbelievable. El Dorado, as Jace mentioned, is taking some big scalps lately, and zipping Maserati was a greyhound that comes here with some terrific form from New South Wales. But Shipwreck, I think if he can just lead on the first corner or be 1-2, because we know he's strong, uh, I think he's a greyhound to beat. Heat 4 was, was always going to be one of a lot of interest because of the names that are engaged here, but I think the box draw makes this quite fascinating as well. So from box 5, She's a Pearl's the favourite at $2.15 with the tab. Plaintiff from box 4 is at $2.90. And then Kazai, who's been in terrific form of late, has drawn box 1. He's at $5. Georgie, how do you see the fourth heat? Yeah, look, I've been a plaintiff fan for a very, very long time, and he's drawn against a champion, She's a Pearl. And look... He's a very, very reliable beginner. As we know, she's a pearl is at her best. They race very similar when they're at their best. They're freewheeling. They can really run their hands off the clock. Their second splits are outstanding. I just think if plaintiff can hold her out on that first corner, he'll be hard to get past. There is nothing between these two greyhounds. I hear your thoughts on Kasaya. I mean, he's done absolutely nothing wrong, this greyhound, but she's come up against two greyhounds who are at the top of the market pre-post. I think, I think plaintiff will be hard to beat him. Jace. I'm going with the champ. She's a pearl, Matty. And look, on face value, when people see her wearing the, the yellow rugs, I sort of think this probably be an ordinary draw. I, I don't think it's too as, as bad as what some people might think because plaintiff, as good as he is, he's not going to shift up the track. He's going to go straight down to the rails. So he'll meet Kasara at some point in that first 50, 60 metres, and that opens up opportunity for Pearl, I think, to, to take advantage of that. Now, she did have whatever I say during box six on her outside, who steps away pretty well. She's been scratched, whatever I say. So um, I think as it stands at the moment, number 10, Noah Charles, will go into that draw, which is less pressure on, on Pearl from the, the point of view of that first 10, 20 metres. So, um, yeah, we should see sudden improvement from her after her first look in the, the shootout last week. So fingers crossed we see the best of what she can offer. Heat five is the one we're going to look for. Now, two Patty Wants Pats and seven Wow She's Fast, $2.50 each or two. Out to one Zipping Lopez at $6, then nine fifty. about the three Penadero Warrior. Jace, make a case for both of them, Patty and Wow. Well, I think as a sport in glorifying the stars, wouldn't you like to see Wow She's Fast go straight to the top? But I think those who are sort of a bit more measured in their thoughts about the way that she's performing at the moment. She obviously went to the Adelaide Cup. She was carved up and, and ran last. Top Gun carved up and ran last. And then last week, she obviously won the shootout. She was impressive, but the way that she began with a clear room, she's gone 5.22 to the first split. It's just not going to leave the heat of the Melbourne Cup. So I think most people will be wanting reliability. That since with Paddy Wan's Pats. He's a consistent beginner. He loves racing at Sandown. He can run that over all time. So if she's Fast turns up and goes bang, she wins the race. 
but on what we've seen in her past few runs, we've just got that little bit of doubt about the way that she's stepping away. So I think given those circumstances, I'm with Paddy wants Pat. In what looks like a match race, uh, Jace, is there a blowout? Well, quite possibly. Um, yeah, I mean, in any sort of Melbourne Cup, all these dogs have, have earned their right to be a part of it. It's probably not the deepest of the of the heats, Cozzy, so most people would be pretty surprised if either yeah. Paddy wants Pats or Roush is fast, whether it slip up big enough that something else can sneak through and get up at a big price. All right, George, your thoughts on both of them? Yeah, I mean, we, we've seen heats where, you know, and Jace discussed that there's probably four or five chances. I think there's only two chances in this heat. So, and, and Paddy wants Pats, I was surprised he opened the price he did. I just think not only is he drawn well, but I don't think there's that much speed around him. So he should be able to dictate terms um, quite easily. Um, the only fine the ointment for him is how she's fast. I mean, her record off box seven is good. The last time she had box seven here at ten, and I think she went twenty eight ninety three. She went five oh four early. Is she um, going as well? Um, maybe not early, but overall, um, the greenos continue to tell us that she's trolling as well as ever and is as, as fit as they can get her. So. If she can lob, you know, a couple of lengths behind him, I think they would be confident they could run Paddy down. But I'm always on these greyhounds, like plaintiff and these types, that they get out and go types because they make their own luck, um, and I think he'll be winning. Yeah, can you believe they put up 340 for Paddy Wants Pats yesterday when markets opened? I know Georgie couldn't believe it because he sent me a text straight away. Anyway, you're only getting $2.50 now, so what a race that promises to be. The sixth Melbourne Cup heat tomorrow night is race 10 on the program. And Amron Boy, we saw the best of him last week. He was in scintillating form. He's the $3.10 favourite from box six. Uh, from box eight, Typher and Sammy's also got the picket fence. Uh, he's at $4.00. And uh, Titan Blazer drawn box one is at $4.80. Interesting race, George. Amron Boy, back to his best last week. Oh, absolutely. And this is another one of those heat of deaths, to be honest. I mean, I know Hector Fawley comes out off box two, which is a shame because he would have added a little bit to this race. But clearly for me, the most intriguing runner of this whole series is Typhoon Sammy. The last time he'd race on a metropolitan track um, over this type of distance was in a heat of the Australian Cup where he didn't come anywhere. Before that, was in the heat of the Melbourne Cup, which he won and controversially didn't make the final because there was a dead heat in the first heat and he was the slowest of the heat runners. And this is a clear throw-at-the-stumps calculated move by Jason Thompson in the sense that um, he's racing so well, why not go for it? He's won, he won the Bendigo Cup in fine style. We all know his acceleration. He had a 500 at Bendigo and flew. Yes, he's suspect in the last 50 metres, but... I tell you what, he's drawn where he wants to be. His record of box eight, guys, seven starts, five wins, two seconds. Mm. Um, in saying all of that, I think Titan Blazer is the best-drawn dog in the race, and if he can hold his position on the inside, will be hard to beat. But I'm so looking forward to this race, and poor Amron Boy just can't draw a box again. Is he going to get into a position close like he did last week? I doubt it. He's going to have to rely on a little bit of luck. He'll be there when the whips are cracking, no doubt. But I just cannot wait to see Typhoon Sammy go around Sandown Park tomorrow night. What are your thoughts, Jace? Can Amron Boy reproduce his magical run of last week? Well, he's going to have to. As George said, from an awkward draw, clearly one of the fastest greyhounds there is in the land, but the draw makes it difficult for him. So he's going to have to find clear room if he does watch him go. And George raises some really good points about Typhoon Sammy. I think... Jason Thompson would have had the opportunity to prepare him exactly the way he wanted to because although he hasn't had a, a start in the city for some time, he did win that Bendigo Cup, which gave him exemption straight into the heats. And we know the Thompson camper, I think, a four-time Melbourne Cup winning um, kennel. So they know exactly what it takes to, 
to win the, the biggest race. I went with Gatlin because his last trial here at the track, he went 29.32, but most importantly, his first two splits were real hot. So I think that's going to count for plenty. We know in cup heats, it's so important to be out in front. If he's going, is sort of 18.60, uh, 29.30. He puts himself right in the race. So number of chances, I thought the best value was about him. All right, our race 11 is uh, Heat 7, and the Red Dynamic Prince is $2.70. We were $3.90 about the 5 Vice Grip, $4.20 about 4 Divine Empress, then out to $7.50 for number 6 Nitro Bale. George, can Dynamic Prince just hit the ground straight to the front, and that's it? Yeah, look, I mean, when you reach this class, it's it's certainly not as clear-cut as that, but, but Cozzy, if I had to pick a greyhound going in uh, where he's drawn, um, Dynamic Prince is the one. He's the one I'm really, really keen to have a bet on. The greyhound drawn in box two is Mally Magic. He's the greyhound who had box one in that Adelaide Cup that, when he veered right and caused all that trouble. It couldn't be any more... It couldn't be better drawn Dynamic Prince. Yes, it's a tough feat as well. Divine Empress can begin. Vice Grips a star. The Punga Warrior can run. But I just think the Dynamic Prince, great PB off an inside draw. He's won seven races from box two. And he's only had three starts from box one and won one and ran second in another. I just think he'll be winning tomorrow night. Right, Jace, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm with the Prince as well, Cozzy. I mean, George starts on Marley Magic and his performance in Adelaide Cup. Chances are he's going to move off the track. He's going to give Dynamic Prince an absolute padding to work with. So um, I think on paper that looks the way it's going to play out. Obviously, some very good dogs in the race led by Vice Grip, who holds the class out of any of these. The draws obviously are concerned. Marley Magic will be pushing up and putting pressure on him. So... The way it looks on paper, Dynamic Prince gets every chance, and he's a fast dog. He can run the sort of time to win a Melbourne Cup heat. So I think we agree in the way we see that. In the eighth and final heat of the Melbourne Cup tomorrow night at Sandown Park, Dundee Smokies drawn box two, $3.10. Fernando Mick for David Gill's drawn box one. It's at $4.40. So too is Zipping Kyrgios from box five. Jace, who wins the last? For me, Dundee Smokey. He's been awesome in his past couple, and yes, he's been a bit weak in the run to the line, but he's a young pup. Jeff Scott Smith really putting him to the test at, at the age that he is, but the split that he's been showing early, red hot. He improved from one start to the next in his past two here from a, an overall time point of view. If he, can, if he can do that again, yes, he may be young, yes, he may be inexperienced and, and not up to the class of some of the others that he meets here, but he can run the times to, to do some damage. So he's the one I went with. Thoughts, Georgie? Yeah, look, I haven't uh, 100% checked this, but I think he's the youngest greyhound in the series. December 20, doesn't turn two, two till next month. And we talk about how we're keen on Paddy Wants Pass. Actually, we're past him down the back, which is not what dogs do to Paddy. If you're going to get Paddy, it's usually just in the last 50 metres. And then Paddy come back and, and showed his class. So for a young greyhound that has had 13 starts to show that sort of speed, I'm usually reluctant to pick greyhounds that have only had the 13 starts in races like this, but wow. That was really impressive. He's only going to get stronger. We heard all the rumours about how fast this young feral Frankie pup is, and now they're coming to fruition. Um, and I just think he'll win the race. He's just a, he's an absolute star. I really hope that Zipping Curios goes well because, again, he's a greyhound that just hasn't had much with, luck with box draws, and he didn't have much luck last week. But he's up against it from the draw because Quinlan Bale, the big 40-kilo greyhound's drawn underneath him. But Dundee Smokey for mine, 
I wouldn't be surprised if he could lead all the way and if the track's good, he could run in the 29-20s. All right, beautiful. That's the eight heats for the Melbourne Cup. Stay with us, boys. We want to get your thoughts on the uh, the Bold Trees heats as well. But, Cozzy, we need to go to Ballarat in a moment. So what's... Hey, Georgie, what are your thoughts on the uh, the Bold Trees? Obviously, four heats tomorrow night as well, which lead into these eight heats of the Melbourne Cup. Jace, I'll get your thoughts first. Uh, what's the highlight? Well, it's probably a highlight in each of them, Matty. I mean, we see uh, Aston Velvet, who's in hot form, Hume Cup winner. Uh, she steps out in the opening heat, and then you've got the likes of Mapunga Ruby jumping from box one, and probably 12 months ago, she would have been a hot favourite leading to a race like this, and here she is, so fresh, but still one of the, the leading contenders. So I think these heats are probably a, a bit more clear-cut than what the, the Melbourne Cup heats are, Matty. I went, the one that I most like in the, the bowl tree seats is probably Zarbel, race three, Number two, we trialled really well at the track last Saturday night and he's been WA's best day for, for a while now. And on the time that he ran last week, huge contender to, to just go and, and win his heat on the bowl trees tomorrow night. Georgie? Yeah, look, um, all those points. I absolutely agree with Jason. I think Mapunga Ruby probably gets probably one of the easier heats and she's drawn off a box where um, she's got a good record. Uh, she's got a good record from every box, to be honest. So... I think she'll be really hard to beat. Aston Velvet in such good form. Um, it's great to see Orca back as well. He's a, a talented greyhound. Huge fan of Ariane Bale and Moraine Susie. They clash as well, but um, you know, I hope Untapped goes well for, for connections. But um, I think the whole Bowl Tree series is as wide open as I've seen it for a while, especially without the likes of Jarek Bale here and a, and a real... Punga um, Ruby's a superstar... But the rest of them, there's not much between them, guys. So I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you know, 10 or 12 could win this, really. Um, th- th- there's that many chances, I'd say. So it be very intriguing to see how we go. And, of course, a big final next week worth over 100 grand. Mm. So prize money's not just good for the sprinters. You know, if you've got a good stayer, too, you can certainly make some good coin. Can't wait for it. Absolute feast of greyhound racing tomorrow night at Sandown Park. Boys... If we could only have one bet tomorrow night, I want to know what your best bet is. Obviously, I'll be playing in every race, but if there's someone out there a little bit more responsible than me, if you could steer them into one greyhound tomorrow night, what would it be, Jace? Well, I've got two, but the leader in probably race 11, number one, Dynamic Prince, for the reasons we mentioned before. He's got Marley Magic on his outside. He gets the paddy to work with. He's a fast dog. It's a pretty good combination. So race 11, number one, in heat seven of the cup. And the other one, the one I mentioned before, in a heat of the bowl trees, race three, number two, Zarbel. Georgie? Yeah, look, um, I'm going to be boring and say the same thing. He's my best race 11, number one, Dynamic Prince. I think he's a, a, an extremely talented greyhound who hasn't been drawing well. If we're going to go for a little bit of value in that race that Zarbel is in, I think number one, Orca, um, look, he's, he comes into this race pretty underdone, but he's got a terrific PB here solid record from inside draws and I think he'll be at some odds race three number one nothing boring about winning on the punt on a Saturday night at Sandown Park Jace Georgie love your work this afternoon boys good luck tomorrow night it's going to be a brilliant night of greyhound racing we appreciate your time cheers guys no worries Matty cheers and I'll be looking at the weather forecast with a blindfold on for the next 24 hours <laughs> good luck one thing good is luck. for sure the Calcutta will be red hot upstairs so yeah. if anyone's keen to be a part of that tune in to the, the Sandown socials this afternoon we'll have the lots up so you you know what you are, you're in for tomorrow night. So right. looking forward to it. Good, Great, on you, cool. Good on you, Jace. Yeah, can't wait for it, Cosy. It's going to be sensational tomorrow night.